0: what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag boss, the people's mentor. And this is episode 268 of the show on personal accountability. This episode is great because I think a lot of us are in a stage of our business where we are realizing that we have to be holding ourselves accountable if we want more in our businesses. I think that it is a total farce and a lot of people think that there is some way that you can just have everybody do everything for you. And maybe there are those people who get super lucky and they recruit a couple really good people who do literally everything and run their entire lives. But let's be Honest. That is not normal. That is not going to be the new normal ever. This is about relationships. This is about self accountability. This is about doing what you have to do in order to run a successful business. So, this is definitely a shared podcast i would share this podcast i would screenshot it i'd put it in your story i'd tag some friends tag me so i can reshare it repost it and engage with you on my instagram make sure you subscribe to the show make sure you leave a five-star review and y'all already know that every single week on mondays there is a giveaway for however how much money it is on the episode so the last episode was 266 dollar giveaway here we go so today's reviewer of the show is lala V X X one you are a rock star i love 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 your podcast all in caps You inspire me to be better and to grind harder than ever. I love the way you motivate people and lead people to success. I'm in an MLM network marketing business and you have definitely moved me to implement a lot of the things you have said into my business. You empowering me to be the best version of myself. Oh, you're empowering me to be the best version of myself. Thank you for all that you do. It definitely doesn't go uh, unnoticed. Smiley face, clap, dance, heart, star. I love it. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing the show. And thank you for hopefully implementing a whole bunch of this into your business. Enjoy this episode 268 of The People's Mentor. Ciao. And so, I don't know. I mean, if you look at what our team has done since February, when I made that first intention... Right? I made that first intention in February. Y'all saw it, podcast every day, TikTok every day, Instagram every day, Facebook every day, whatever. YouTube, I was doing whatever. Like, We had a huge leap. And there were a lot of things that obviously came into play with that. But one thing that came into play with our big leap, if you think about it, pretty obviously, is that you all started doing more. Check yourself for a second. How many of you realize you've done more since COVID started? now maybe you didn't match what I was doing, right? Maybe you didn't go totally off the wall, not crazy, but kind of crazy, you know, doing pretty much what felt like the most to you, but did you up-level? Has anyone rank advanced since February on the call? Oh, right, okay, (laughs) right. All right then. So I want you to think about that. So if you want to lead and if you want to show people what they need to do, then why do we spend a lot of time kind of coaching? Why don't we spend some time up leveling our own personal business as well? You need your people to find you. And it's amazing because even as popular as I was on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and my podcast and whatever, like, God bless David Verostegui. Like, I'm going to give him shout outs probably till the end of freaking time for spending that time he flew up here from mexico and we're like we don't like tiktok oh oops i'm finding uh i don't even know how many people who are like you're my human oh my god where have you been where have you been my whole life can i please join you let's be best friends like where have you been friend i don't know where you've been either did you not live on instagram too oh my god you live in a different town called tiktok huh i'm gonna live in a different town in a minute here and i burn this freaking house down with these freaking smoke detectors for god's sake Oh Lord, I did say I didn't like TikTok and now clearly it's a big fat lie. I love TikTok now. Uh, But anyway, so I want to walk through this though, because I want to talk about the habits of people who thrive in crisis and chaos. Because if you look around the team, all of us have been in chaos, chaos. Okay. Since the world has been in chaos since February. Okay. I mean, this is not a new normal. I mean, this is not normal. It is a new normal, but it's not normal. Right. And so I want you to keep in your heart and in your mind that what's, you know, don't give what's going on around you. Maybe write this down because I think what I'm going to say is going to be good. Don't give what's going on around you the power to determine what's going on inside you. Right? How many of us get so distracted by COVID, or we get so distracted by financial, uh, economic recessions, or we get so bogged down by haters or by naysayers or by negative comments or whatever it is? Don't let that change the power of what's happening inside you. And I'll tell you, like I was texting Sydney yesterday because there was a a longtime demon who like found themselves on my TikTok, of course. And I went, I messaged her. I said, wow, you know, we talk a lot about energy. Just literally reading her comment before I blocked her, the first person I ever blocked on TikTok. I'm so proud of myself. She's been blocked everywhere else for years though. So it's not like a weird thing. I'm like the power to literally zap someone's energy. Has anybody ever had a vampire around them? And it's, okay. So I, just seeing her name, I went, ugh, ugh. And then I went, ugh, I need to like shake this off for a second. This is not, I am not letting her affect anything I do. I am so allergic to her, right? I am so allergic to her toxicity, right? And we all have those people. So don't, and I know this is easier said than done, but it's not impossible to ignore that kind of stuff. Soon as it was done, I was like, ooh, let me move on. Let me respond to all these people on TikTok that are I'm not even anywhere near done responding to these leads, my god. But like let me respond to some of my new followers, new friends, let me respond to some of these people who just bought this. People need trial pricing. People need this. People need that. People need close them, close them, close them, blah, 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 blah. Like I just want you to think about it that your internal state matters so much more than your external state. And as long as you remind that when there's remind yourself of that, when there maybe are dark clouds gathering overhead or etc., you can show up as the person you aspire to be. And so even though it's been a chaotic year, 2020's been interesting to say the least, we can still show up and thrive. Okay? So I want you, first of all, if we're going to thrive, let's do it together, and you can do it in the chat, you can do it on paper, you can do it on pen, whatever you're doing. I want you to write down who you want to be starting right now, like five traits. Did I say five minutes? Write down five traits, okay? Take, take, take some time to write down who is that person, what is the person like, who is Jessie Lee like when she shows up at the highest version of herself. How, what am I doing? How am I working? How am I feeling? What do I look like? What are some of those things? I don't, you know, What are those things? And maybe after we're done here, you journal and you think about the story you want to tell, tell the world about how you showed up during COVID. Do you remember at the beginning of COVID, how many of you have been around that long? I know it's not that long, but it's been like that long. How many of you remember at the beginning of COVID, I said, I'm gonna go crazy during this, I'm going to up level during this. I said, I'm going to show up as a different version of myself. Do you guys remember that? I said, watch this. Like, watch what I'm going to do. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. Right? And I want you to think about that because I kept telling a story to you every week of how I was going to show up. I kept telling you the story on every call of, all right, guys. Like, I would say, I'm posting a TikTok every day. I'm posting an Instagram every day. I'm posting a Facebook every day. I'm getting you. I said it so many times, it became my reality. So who do you wanna be in this next these next three months? Who do you wanna be to close out this year strong? It's gonna take a different version of you. I promise you that. It does take a different version of you to become the person you wanna be. But when everybody else was quite frankly, freaking out when everybody else was talking about how the world is ending, the sky is falling, you know, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is the end of the world as we know it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, let's run. We had calls here for frontline and we had champ calls. We're like, let's go, Deb. Let's go, Lindsay. Come on, Tanya. Get it together. Let's rock. Like all we were talking about that, right? So who are you? What are you committed to embodying in still the state of chaos? right? Who are you going to be as you, as we come out of it? Because I think we're starting to get used to COVID. Yeah. We're starting to get used to this being, uh, the new way masks, the new way, et cetera. All this stuff is the new, the new you, right? But who are you when you come out of it? What impact do you get to leave? Is that powerful? Like, do you know, Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like those of you who joined during this, how smart are you? How smart are you? I mean, I'm being so serious. You decided to be a hope dealer, not only for yourself, but for a ripple effect of people around you. You're so smart. Most people are sitting around and they're they're sad or they're complaining or they've even stopped looking for a better way. And you decided to be the person who embodies, I don't know, gratitude or grace or belief or purpose or compassion or generosity or whatever it is. Because we stepped into our power, the ripple effect of what our team gets to do around the world this holiday season for people who are in need, it's a direct reflection of who we became during this crisis. So when you're in times of crisis, I want you to think about that. Okay, I'm going through a divorce. Who do I want to be at the end of it? Okay, I'm going through loss of friendships. Who do I want to be at the end of it? Okay, I'm going through a hard business time. Who do I want to be when we go through it, when we get through it together? Who is this person that I want to become? Because it starts now. It starts as you showing up as a bigger and bolder and better version of yourself today. Not tomorrow, not in a month, not when the crisis is over. It's when we come out of this haze of whatever and we're like, hey, all right, cheers. I'll drink ketones to that. You know what I mean? All right. The next thing, if you want to continue, uh, look, this this is big, what I'm about to say. Okay? Because... People ask me all the time, how do you do it, girl? How do you do it? 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 Right? Like, that's the most commonly asked question. They're on my lives with me. They're doing whatever. How do you do it? (laughs) I don't know if that's the voice they say it in, but I feel like that's how. How do you do it? All right? And I'm making Brooklyn. I'm already registered to vote. I'll see you there at the polls, November 3rd. Good heavens. Okay, but this one is what saves me. I want us to practice more rituals. And I want us to be radically self-disciplined because it takes resilience when you're tired. It takes grit. It takes determination. It takes doing the things you don't want to do and doing them anyway to succeed during a time of craziness, COVID, whatever's going on in your life. I will tell you in tough times, especially And I know a lot of you are going through real stuff because I know we do a lot of coaching calls one-on-one and I hear your stories and I follow you anyway on social, et cetera. But we have to almost double or triple down on the practices and rituals that give us our best life, right? Whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, et cetera. Like don't sleep on setting an alarm. I know you're tired. I'm sorry, Darth, ugh. Ugh kumba too kumba's outside in the rain right like i know you're tired you set the alarm anyway right i know you don't feel good you do it anyway right i know you don't want to work out you move your body anyway right last night i was so tired my dms are so i mean literally like ten thousand dms on tiktok right now i don't know what to do okay but i will tell you i went you know what kumba needs to be walked i gotta move my body i gotta get the hell out of here Right? I started, I messaged my assistant two weeks ago. I said, you need to put, you need. You need to put the gym in my calendar. Two weeks ago, I said, I am not the same person when I don't lift. This little walking and yoga crap, like, it's not enough, okay? I need to, like, pick things up and put them down, okay? I need to pick things up and put them down. She went, and she's so good about it. She messages me. She goes, "Uh, did you go to, are you going to the gym? Because, you know, the alarms go off. And I said, huh? And she said, are you going to the gym? I said, she's like, Jesse Lee, you're not nice, Okay, you're not nice when you don't go to the gym. I went, Catherine, that is so mean. Okay, like that is so rude. (laughs) She's like this cute little old lady, for those of you who don't know. She's so perfect. So she messages me. No, like I do yoga where like you're sweating. It's not the same. Like I'm peaceful. Mm -hmm. Power yoga, all of it. It is not the same. I like to go there and grunt and bang things around. Ah, ah, I like doing that. Okay. I don't know how to explain it to you. It's just different. And so I have been even more disciplined, but I will tell you, that's what lets me live my best life, right? It lets me live my best life when the calendar goes off and I see what's going on. That billionaire that we spent time with Steve Thorne over this past weekend, he said his schedule is planned to the minute, three years in advance. I'll say it again. His schedule is planned three years in advance to the minute. Some of us don't know what we're doing for the rest of the day. (laughs) Right? Some of us are just, what's next? friends. What's next? What are we going to do? Are we going to eat today? I don't know. Are we going to, uh, are we going to play soccer? Oh, the weather is not that good. Woo. What are we going to do today? La, 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 la. Try a calendar. Me getting this, doing this whole calendar thing. I started the calendar thing really strict at the beginning of this year, changed everything. I'm living my best life because I'm taking time to read I'm taking time to exercise. I'm taking time to go live. I'm taking time to use multiple platforms. I'm taking time to multitask when multitasking is okay, aka personal development. There's a reason I like painting for those of you who don't know. Literally, I do the painting because I sit down, I put a podcast on and I do this. At the same time that I can go live on three different platforms And increase followers and engagement there. Like where are the gaps in our businesses? Where are the gaps in what we're doing? That if we close those loops. Business explodes. Right? You need to take time for these things. Some of you need to schedule time to stay connected. Meaning take some time to maybe text people gratitude. Or just text your best friends. But I will tell you these daily rituals. These daily habits of self-discipline. These small habits and things that I'm doing every single day. They are making a profound difference on my navigation through COVID. Through whatever's going on. And I won't even talk COVID for a minute here. When I was going through my divorce, when at the same time I lost literally almost every single friend in my life, at the same time uh when I was getting going through divorce was when I was terminated. At the same time was when Nana died. Uh, if you don't know, my entire 2017, my entire 2017 was an absolute disaster. And the only thing that got me out of that was structure, 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 structure. structure, structure. I can't even say it that many times. Structure. Structure. Right? Structure. Right? Everything was so structured. And it pulled me out of my funk. The radical self-discipline will save some of you. Some of you are in a funk. You're stuck at a rank. You're stuck at an income amount. You're stuck at a level of unhappiness. You're stuck at whatever. And I'm just telling you, we're we're choosing it by not being disciplined. So let's make the choice to be disciplined. Let's make the choice to to move forward through it. There's a reason people can't offend me. People can't offend me about, you know, oh, it's a scam or, oh, you don't know what you're talking about or, oh, you're not a good friend or, oh, you're a bad, uh, like, girlfriend or, oh, you're, well, I was a wife at the time or whatever, right? You can't tell me these things because in the middle of all of that, I proved to myself who I was. You understand that? Like, those of you that are going through stuff right now, Understand that it's building a cloak of armor and confidence around you if you choose to be self-disciplined. You will view yourself. You will view yourself differently. I love what Courtney just said. You Oh, do that TikTok. Oh, you think you can hurt me? Oh, I've seen that TikTok. Yeah. All 2017. Yeah. I mean, and I don't like to go back. I mean, I, I won't probably won't do that TikTok because I just don't look at it as a negative. I look at it as such a I mean, you guys know this, but my gratitude towards all of the huge storms in my life, it's made me the very strong woman that I am today. It's allowed me to lead and love in a completely different capacity. So, but my entire point being radical self-discipline. Okay, so this next one I kind of actually mentioned already, but it's important to kind of go deeper into it. And that is if you want to go through covid divorce, loss of friendship, loss of whatever, whatever's going on in your life, crisis in general, and you want to lead and love and succeed through it. I'm going to say it like this. Stand high guard on your energy. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're not woo woo. Okay. All right. This isn't about being woo woo. This isn't about shoving crystals in your bras. Or whatever, especially you, Lee. Okay, I know, I'm just <laughs> our big burly man. Okay, or uh, Boyd's got a hat on. So it's not about shoving crystals in your hat, Boyd. Okay, I don't know what Andre is wearing. You know, he probably, I don't know, in your box or briefs or something. I don't know. Okay, that's not, yeah, or other places, right? Like whatever. It's not about that. That's not what I'm talking about. Standing like armed guard on your energy is so important because I know you know this, but emotions are contagious. How many of you are so hype and you tell somebody about how excited you are and they come at you like a dusty sponge? Anyone ever had anybody like this? They're like, I'm so excited. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And then they're like, what? Oh, you joined one of those things? Oh, you're gonna go to prison. You're sitting there like, what? What? It makes you go, "Oh. Oh, I'm not supposed to celebrate myself." Oh, oh, I'm not supposed to be happy. Okay. Okay. Let me just let me just sit here and drink my product. Right? Emotions are contagious. Now, both sides. When people say that I'm an influencer, or they say you're an influencer, I'm like, "Yes." You can influence people, but you can influence people positively and you can influence people negatively. Okay. And I know it can be easy to like, let the fears of other people become your own. It's easy to get nervous about, you know, business or life or relationships or COVID or whatever it is, but maybe set firm boundaries. You know, I'll give you one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite lines. Some of you, some of you know me well enough and you've heard me say this before, but, or you've seen me do it, which is even creepier, I guess. Um, I like being hydrated. Do you want to know why I like being hydrated? I like being hydrated because I pretty much can every 10 minutes use, oh my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom as an excuse. So when somebody's being negative around me, when somebody's being toxic around me, when somebody's being. Uh, you know, a naysayer, when somebody's talking badly about somebody, when somebody's energy feels like a damp, dusty sock that like has been found under a teenager's, okay. Uh, yes. I just trying to make it, I'm trying to tell you how gross these people's energy are. I'm glad you all visualize that with me. Thank you. Okay. I just want you to go. I, I, I really have to pee. Oh my God. I, I'll be back. And then don't go back. Okay, like if people's energy is nasty like that and it's affecting you, you like start drinking more water so you can escape. Okay, that's what I do. That's my boundary. I don't I don't I'm not good at being like a Maya Angelou. I don't know if you know the story. Somebody went to Maya Angelou's house. They made an off color racist comment and uh, she literally said to them, get out of my house right now. I was just joking. Don't care. We're fine. I'm not that pissed at you. Get out of my house. So, I just tell people I gotta go pee. You know, I've never had anybody do that to me, but I'm just saying, like, just get away from their energy, firm boundaries. Maybe that requires, uh, if you wanna build this business, you avoid certain people. You know, some of you, I've trained this a lot of times. Some of you follow a bunch of people on your Instagram feed that make you feel this small. This small. This includes everything. This includes your skin color, this includes your culture. This includes your gender. This includes your body type. This includes your financial situation. This includes where in the world you live. This includes the way you parent. This includes the way you have friendships. Why are you following those people? Like Trent Shelton would say, protect your peace. Unfollow them. Do you want to know why you think it's weird that you had three children and you have stretch marks on your stomach? You only think it's weird because you follow fitness models who got like a tummy tuck after they had their third C-section. Chill out. Do you know what I mean? Go follow the moms that are doing the planks with the skin hanging this far down and they're showing, hey, I carried three freaking babies. Back up off my ish. Yeah, I got extra skin you'll be normalized. You think it's normal to be a size two? My bone structure is bigger than a size two. Leave me alone. Okay. Uh, My butt, my left butt cheek weighs more than these people. I swear. Okay. Wear. Size two wear. Okay. Like I know there's teeny people on here too, right? Like I'm not going to follow people that make me feel like an Oompa Loompa, walrus, rhinoceros, you know, combination of a wildebeest. I'm not going to. I know you are, Cindy. And the same thing, if you're a teeny tiny little tot and you're thinking, what's wrong with me? Why am I not sexy? Maybe because you're following J-Lo and everybody who looks like J-Lo. Well, yeah, why am I a pencil? What's wrong with me? Come on. Follow more size twos, people that look like you. Follow more, follow more plus size women if you're a plus size woman. Quit following people that make you feel this small. What is that? Why do you do that to yourselves? You need to protect your peace. This is, if this is a time of crisis, which it is, especially in the mental capacity, then why do you surround people that are Photoshop pros? Why do you follow people who have spent more money on plastic surgery than, than time in the gym? I don't know what to tell you. Protect your peace, though. You need to stand stand high guard on your energy. S- limit your time around those people, right? And on the flip side, vote. since everybody listens, you know, like I know you're listening through my, my little hole over here. Okay, I'm registered to vote. Stop calling me. <sighs> okay, so on the flip side, let's be more intentional about staying connected to people who fill our cup. You know, one of the best things you can do in a time of crisis or depression or anxiety or stress or solitude or whatever it is, is stay connected to the, make, to the people who make you feel good. There's a reason I love doing so many Zooms. There's a reason I love one-on-one coaching calls. There's a reason I love, um, you know, spending time with, uh, you know, a lot of the people you know I'm close with on this team. I gladly am like, Brooke, come to my house. Sandy, come to my house. Brennan, come to my house. Adele, can I come to your, come to my house. Like, it's intentional. I like your energy, right? I like being around you. This is just my front screen. I don't know who else is on here that I obviously have come over all the time. Courtney, of course. You know, come, yes, come over. I wanna be intentionally connected to people who fill my cup instead of people who drink from it all the time right? In COVID, what did I do? Y'all already know this. I was getting frustrated, not at Frontline. I'm obsessed with y'all. Y'all already know. I was getting so frustrated because I was like, why aren't people respectful of the knowledge that I have to give? Why aren't Zoom calls growing? Not Frontline. Again, why, are, why is it the same amount of people? And so I made a pivot to say, you know who's going to fill my cup and I know who's going to fill my cup? All these people that beg me on a daily basis in my DMs, please train my team, please train my team, please train my team. Oh my God, please train my team. We are obsessed with you, we're obsessed. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fill my cup. I'm gonna keep my energy ripe as can be for our team by spending time with people who are very appreciative of the value that I give to the world. Not that you're not, right? And not that our team's not. You understand what I'm saying? You know how psychologically sometimes you beat yourself up? I get on those calls and these people are freaking out. There are no phones on the screen. They are sitting there like this. Like, it's like you would think that I, I mean, there was, I did a call for Africa last week. This man stops the call and goes, drop the fireballs, drop the fireballs. I'm like, the fireballs, this is getting dangerous. And he's like, you're shooting fireballs out of your mouth. And I'm like, oh, like the flame. No, it's not a flame anymore. It's a fireball. (laughs) This is a really aggressive call. (laughs) Drop the fireball. I'm like, so we're throwing flames now. Okay, so I, I say that because I go on those calls and it makes my energy so high Then I can bring it back to you. Then there's not this weird, low energy, whatever. And I had a conversation with a big leader on our team yesterday. And she's like, I I don't like my leader. And I said, what is wrong? What are you talking about? Obviously, it was none of you because... Hi, frontline, do you not like me? Why would you call me and say you don't like me? That'd be rude, okay? But anyway, she calls, she says, I can't stand her. She's lazy, she doesn't show up for anything. It might, her energy is dusty. She didn't use the word dusty, but that's my word right now. She's like, her energy's crap. I get on those calls to her and I'm sleeping. I can't stand it anymore. I'm like, oh Lord, this isn't good. This is a, this is a problem, right? And I said, what do you think you need to do? And she said, I think I just need to get on more calls of yours. I said, okay, okay. The awareness of protecting your energy is everything when you're trying to build in a time of crisis, okay? All right, next thing I need you to do is I need you to embrace the discomfort because we can't grow without it. Cannot grow without discomfort. I am so uncomfortable right now with what's happened in my inboxes because if you know i kind of pride myself on responding back to everybody super fast like nobody's ever gone like probably more than 36 hours ever without a response from me well i've got 10 12 15,000 dms on tiktok uh i don't know uh what to do about instagram either because everybody's following me on instagram too uh because instagram's on and popping. um facebook it's really funny you know the filtered folder you familiar? And then you know the spam folder that's in the filtered folder? Did you know that if you respond to all the messages and you hit refresh, you're gonna get more? Oh, yeah. So uh I'm in a uh, I'm in a special hell right now. Okay. I am in yeah, welcome to the show. I am in an uncomfortable place. I'm in an uncomfortable place where I know that I'm really going to only be able to serve the people who are self starters, who go to like the links and sign themselves up. And then I get in my thing and I say, Ooh, new partner new partner, new partner, new partner. And then I onboard, onboard. Like I know I'm going to have to pivot to level up, embrace the, dif- the discomfort, right? Um, embrace the uncomfortable emotions. That's really important for you to grow. It's important for you to to uh, to grow and flourish by being in a state of being uncomfortable. So if you've been challenged at all in 2020, embrace those emotions as part of what it takes to have greatness. You know, part of the reason I'm able to connect with so many of you is because of all the stuff from my past. It's not because of my my present, right? Like when when you come and you hang out at my house, I'm not sitting over here talking about... We don't even... We only talk about the cars because everyone wants to ride in them. Brittany got so mad when she thought she wasn't going to drive in the Lamborghini. She was like, I still haven't even ridden in the Lamborghini. We're taking the Range Rover again. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I haven't taken you in the Lamborghini yet. I'm sorry. Right? Like, we don't talk. We literally don't talk about money. We talk about, you know, what it's like to come from nothing. We talk about, hey, what are you working on? We talk about, hey, what are your projects you're working on today? We talk about, you know, all of these different um all, all of these different things in our lives. We're, we're normal. We're normal, right? And it takes being uncomfortable though. It takes the adversity. It takes, um, quite frankly, I think adversity almost introduces you to yourself. Because you learn to trust yourself. You learn to to... Um, to be proud about who you are, you learn what your character is when people are throwing um, adversity at you, right? So what I'm trying to say really is in the discomfort, learn how to reframe your current issues, whether it's financial, emotional, spiritual, uh, mental, physical, etc., as opportunities. I don't know who's here. Hold on. Right? Those are opportunities for you to grow. Those are opportunities for you to nurture the streets. Can you do me a big favor? Mm -hmm. There are, like, nine smoke detectors going off. I ripped one out of the ceiling already. The ladder is in this room. Can you, like, go around and just, like, pull that, like, just... Do you think it's upstairs? I think they're everywhere. They're chirping like a freaking symphony of birds up in here, Brooke. I can't handle it anymore. Just, 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 you just... Batteries out. Rip it out of the ceiling. I'm done. We don't set fires around here anyway, so... Hi, oh, caramba. Well, we have candles, but we don't set, uh, was it a hot, they want to know if you're a hot fireman. Not. She says, absolutely not. Bummer. Okay. So reframe those current problems as, as quite frankly, indispensable opportunities to learn and grow, right? You'll learn more courage. You'll learn more compassion. You'll learn more creativity. You'll learn more strengths as well. Okay. Um, I have to talk faster because we have four minutes. Uh, what's helped me a lot is reconnecting to my spiritual self. Now I'm not telling you, you need to be religious. I'm talking about connect to your spirituality. If you're going through whatever I'm telling you, be grounded, be grounded in who you are. It will allow you to face your challenges from a place of faith instead of fear. You understand that? Like again, back to 2017, um, I had been like, Quietly religious for my whole life, right? Ch- grew up in the church, etc. 2017 came, my whole life fell apart. I went, Oh, am I'm I? Go- I'm going to church. I need Jesus. Help me, Lord. Like, I was so lost that I mean, I, I got thrown back into it. So, if you're in a time of crisis, it doesn't have to be Jesus. You know, that's cool if Jesus is your homeboy. It can be the crystal thing, it can be the universe, it can be Allah, it can be I don't care what you believe in, but connect spiritually. Align with your spiritual self first. It will then, it will then become your physical self. That's how this works. And especially uh, when you are looking at what's going on in your life, you can tell if you are coming from a place of faith over fear because it comes out of how you speak. It comes out of how you behave. It comes out of how you interact. It comes out of how you live. It comes out of how you lead, right? Faith, people can tell when you're coming from a place of fear. People can tell when you're coming from a place of anxiety. People can smell commission breath a mile away. When it's coming from a place of spirit, Spirit, like I have faith that this is my path. I have faith that this is the life I'm supposed to live. It's different. It shifts your entire outlooks on the world. Uh, the next thing I would say we need to do is make sure we are turning losses into wins. Every loss is a win. You don't lose. You learn. Fail forward the faster we fail the faster we fail in what we're doing in our life the better we get now I love Winston Churchill like I don't know him as a person but I love all his leadership stuff I feel like I watched an episode of a tv show years ago too I don't know whatever but he said never let a good crisis go to waste it's one of my favorite Winston Churchill quotes never let a good crisis go to waste like the stock market crashed it was an opportunity People needed a business at home. It's an opportunity. My guess is because of 2020, you've learned how to navigate new things in your life. So many people are so preoccupied by, oh, I'm losing, oh, I'm failing, that they don't understand the way you get good is by failing forward, failing forward, failing forward. The doors will swing open. The doors will swing open when you start seeing that you're not losing. You can turn these into wins. You can turn these into chances to grow. You can turn these into opportunities to become better. None of you have failed at anything. Did somebody say no to you? Great. Find out why. Find out why. Find out where the value is. Um, And then I'll give you one more. And then I got to tell you about something that I recorded last night that I want to make sure you have access to. And that is be kind to yourself, especially if you feel like you're failing. Because I need to tell all of you, we all falter. We all fail. We've all had videos that suck. We've all uh, made posts where people made fun of you or laughed at you or told you you're a scam artist or whatever. We've all had family members who don't believe in you. We've all had um, a customer that doesn't like you anymore. We've all had a team member who goes behind your back and says something really nasty to you. Like we've had all of these things. So that's human nature. And so give yourself grace and kindness to understand we're not in the business of trying to change people's perceptions of ourselves. We're in the business of going and finding the people who are ready, the people who are willing and hungry and excited and determined and want to do more and be more and become more in their lives. But be kind to yourself in that process of finding your people. Be patient. You look at me sometimes, I understand that and you think, she's so good. She's so eloquent. Where does this come from? How does she train like this every single time? It's like, wh- why is Jesse Lee so good? I've been training for nine years, even when I sucked. My first team in direct sales was subjected to the crappiest trainings ever. Are you kidding me? I would get on Zoom calls basically nine years ago and just scream at people. You're lazy. You don't show up. Why aren't you blah, blah, blah. Like I was not kind. I was not patient. I thought everybody wanted and needed the same things in business and life as I did. And then I started doing, I'll tell you what really fast tracked me to success was lives, right? I think it hijacks your brain. I think we're gonna live longer. The people, did my electricity just go out? yes oh my god oh my god uh okay uh well i was just gonna say uh be kind to yourself when you fail